Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman. You might be watching live right now. I had a little uh, hiccup, <laughs> technical difficulties when I did this live at noon. It's now 12.30. Or you might be watching on the po- or listening on the podcast, in which case you don't even know there's a hiccup because I'm only going to upload this one. But anyway, I'm glad that you're with me right now. And today's topic is pretty, um, it's pretty weighty. It's um, pretty heavy. I've spent the last couple of weeks reading and studying. In fact, I want you to know it's very disturbing to me too. It breaks my heart what I'm going to talk about. And the chances are pretty good Facebook isn't even going to let this get out there. But I'm going to do my best to share with you some, some thoughts. You have asked me to talk on this issue. In fact, I've talked on it many times for whatever reason. I think there's a lot of interest in this topic right now for lots of reasons. But before I begin, let me just share with you a couple of passages that I've been thinking about. I'm going to lay a theological foundation for all of you, okay? And the first one is this. In Judges chapter 21, uh, in verse 25, it says, In those days Israel had no king... So everybody did what was right in their own eyes. And what a, what a great visual. I mean, that, that's a great illustration of something. That there was no king. And because there was no king, because there was no authority, everybody would just run around doing whatever they wanted to do. If it felt good, they just did it. And I think in a lot of ways that, it, that kind of, it, um, it might describe our, our culture today. It seems like more and more and more people are getting away from the king, getting away from Scripture, the God revealed within the, the, the leather-bound covers of the Bible. And so everybody's just kind of doing whatever they want to do. They're just doing whatever feels good. I love what God said through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 5. He said, Woe to you that call evil good and good evil. And I don't want... I'm not trying to make this into a a preaching moment, but man, I'm telling you, we're living in a time, just like it was then, during, you know, when Isaiah was the prophet, where things that are good and holy and righteous are now proclaimed as evil and wicked, and things that are wicked and unrighteous and ungodly, we lift up and say are good. In fact, we make sitcoms out of them. We make movies about them. It's it, it, it about just evil and wicked wickedness. It's, it's crazy. What, what was said there in the Old Testament could be true for us. We're living in a time where good is called evil and evil is called good, right? But I think maybe the passage that I want to maybe share, you know, land on here anyway, is found in the New Testament. Paul says this in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 8. He says, don't let, you know, anybody or don't let anything capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from spiritual powers of this world, in other words, the demonic, rather than from Christ. And we're living in a time, that was written 2,000 years ago, we're, we're living in a time when people's hearts and minds have been captured with, with, with empty philosophies. Their hearts and minds have been captured with high-sounding nonsense. Their hearts and minds have been captured with, with just human thinking, demonic thinking, instead of 
what God has to say. And so that's the foundation I want to lay as I now walk into uh, the topic of, you know, transgender athletes. I've talked about this before, but all of you want me to talk about it again. And part of it is, is because of this article that came out. This is a BBC article that I have in my hands, and it says Laurel Hubbard is the first transgender athlete to compete at the Olympics. So, this is a man who has a penis. He has an X and a Y chromosome. Basic biology says he's a man, and he's now going to compete against women. People that have an X and an X chromosome, people, human beings that have a vagina. And I don't mean to be vulgar. I know I have a lot of young listeners, uh, and I'm just going to you know, talk straight with you. And I'm not being vulgar, vulgar for vulgar sake, but you need to understand some things. That this is a man, he was born a man, he was born with a penis, and now he's going to compete against women. People who have, human beings that have an X and an X chromosome, and they have vaginas, they were born women. And it ain't fair. I don't know how else to say it. It just is not fair. And we now have, you know, men who have a penis, they have an X and a Y chromosome, and they want to have the right, and in some cases, in some cities, and in some states, they have the right to walk into a women's bathroom. Even though they have a penis and an X and a Y chromosome, they walk into a woman's bathroom where everybody in there has vaginas and they have X and X chromosomes because they think or they believe that they're a woman. And, and folks... That's, that's just idiotic. I, I'm not challenging that this guy believes he's a woman. I, I believe he believes he's a woman. I believe he believes he's a woman. I believe he feels like he's a woman. I, I, I'm not questioning that. I think he believes that. Our governor, one of person, uh, the person who's running for our, our governor, being new governor of California, Caitlyn Jenner, was a guy, is a guy. Bruce Jenner won the Olympic gold medal in the decathlon. He was born a man. He has a, a penis. He has an X and a Y chromosome. And he now believes and thinks he's a woman. Now, I don't know whether he's mutilated his body and cut off his genitals. I don't know. But what I do know is he believes he's a woman. And I have no doubt that he believes that. I have no doubt that he feels like he's a woman. I don't, I don't question that. What I question is, is that it doesn't matter what you think or what you feel or what you believe. What matters is, is the truth. In fact, I found this article, and this is where we're going. This was also in the BBC. It says, British man transitions from white to Korean after 18 plastic surgeries. In other words, he's a white guy like me who believes, who feels, who thinks that they're Korean. In fact, they believe it and think it and feel it so deeply, he had a bunch of surgeries to make himself look more Korean. 
But I don't care what he believes. I don't care what he thinks. I don't care how he feels. He's not Korean. It doesn't matter the surgeries that he has to make himself look Korean. He's still a white guy like me. And I, this morning, I spent a bunch of time on the internet, actually this week, just reading a lot of, a lot of things that were heartbreaking to me. This is an article by a really smart gal, 64 terms that describe gender identity and expression. And it goes through 64 different, you know, gender possibilities. And I want you to know that the Bible is crystal clear, okay? And not only the Bible, but just common sense, that your sex and your gender are the same. They're exactly the same. When you came out of your mother's womb, the first thing the doctor did was look down. And if you had a penis, he said, hey, congratulations, you got a little boy here. And if you had a vagina, he said, congratulations, you got yourself a little girl here. Your sex and your gender are the same. And I realize that the world is coming up with all kinds of thoughts and high-minded you know, nonsense and human philosophies that are capturing the attention of everybody. But the reality is your gender and your sex are the same. And the big one, the, you know, the, the one we hear about all the time are, are transgenders. Those are men with penises who think they're women or women with vaginas who think they're men. But there are all kinds of genders out there, if you will. Some people think there are four genders. I read an article where experts think there are seven genders. I read another article where some said there were 64 genders. I read another one that said there were 112 genders. And then I read another one that said you couldn't calculate how many genders are out there. This article kind of laid out 64 different genders other than you're a guy with an X and a Y chromosome with a penis or you're a gal with an X and an X chromosome with a vagina. There are 66 or 64 different genders. And she did her best, I think, to describe them. And as I was going through them, you know, I think I'm a pretty smart guy. I think I'm pretty intelligent. Some of them didn't even make sense to me. And here was this highly educated gal writing on this. And I thought, well, this is just googly gock. It just doesn't make any sense. And yet people are hip hip hooraying it. And there were a few in here that I, I, just, I just kind of shook my head and went, you know, I don't get it. Um, this one was really interesting. There's the two-spirit gender. And the two-spirit gender is strictly reserved for those that are Native Americans. In other words, a guy like me uh, couldn't be a two-gender, uh, a two-spirit gender. Because you have to be a Native American to experience that one. There's gender apathetic. And that's where, you know what, you really don't care. I don't really care if I'm a guy, if I'm a, I'm a gal. It doesn't really bother me. I, I, I don't think much about it. I'm just apathetic to which one it is. And so when he looks in a mirror and he has a penis, yeah, it could be a woman. I don't really think about whether I'm a guy or a gal. Or if a woman looks in the mirror and sees a vagina, you know what, I don't know. I, I, I don't really give much credence to, to, to that. And then there was the third gender uh, remember that she wrote about 64, but this was this was just a, in the in the whole article. There's a third gender, and this one's originating in non-Western and Native cultures. 
Third gender is a gender category that includes people who have a gender that can't be exclusively categorized as male or female or as different from male or female. <sighs> the, 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 the Bible right out of the gate tells us that God made people either man or they made them, He made them women. Male or female. And is it any wonder that there would be forces at work that would immediately go after what the truth of God's Word says? And so the Scriptures are crystal clear that you're either a man or a woman. And you can look in a mirror and you can figure that out. Now I realize that a lot of people believe or they think... Um, that there's something else. And I just want you to know, and I would say this to everybody, but certainly those of you that are believers as I wrap this up, nobody should be making fun of these folks. Nobody should be posting funny little quips about these kinds of people. Uh, this, this ought to break your heart. And it ought to cause you to pray more. It ought to cause you to figure out, man, how in the world... Do I navigate in a, in a, in a culture that, that is so upside down, has no king, they're just doing whatever they think is right, that good is evil, evil is good, they've been captured by these empty philosophies. This isn't a time for Christians to boast or be arrogant or to make fun of people like this. This is a time to simply be broken over it. That's it. And to pray. And, and I think that's what God would want us to do. I got my problems, you got your problems, right? And I'm thankful that there were people who were praying for me, who cared about me, who loved me, who didn't make fun of me when I was outside of the Lord. And the last thing these people need are people to make fun of them or to antagonize them or to post things about them. Now we need to, you know, we have our truth, with a capital T, and there are things that we stand on, but that doesn't mean we can't be loving and, and caring towards people, regardless of whatever it is they're struggling with. I think about the woman who was caught in the very act of adultery. And you have to go back and read that story, Christian, about how Jesus, just look and watch and get the sense of how Jesus handled this really weighty moment with a woman who was choosing to believe certain things about her body. She was chose to, to use her body in just really, really crummy ways. She was deceived in so many ways. And Jesus loved her and cared about her and treated her with dignity. And at the very end, He says, Hey, look, don't, don't live like this anymore. Don't use your one life in a sinful way. Go and sin no, no more. But it, it is done in such love and compassion and grace and mercy. And the greatest thing that we can do as followers of Christ is just recognize all of us at some moment we're outside of the Lord. And God's graciousness pulled us in. <laughs> Man, I was so outside the Lord. It was crazy. I didn't even believe in Him for a long time. And yet God loved me and cared about me and kept bringing people in to my life who, who loved me and told me the truth. And at some moment I bowed my knee, repented of my sin, and became a follower of Christ. 
And that's what we have to hope for as it relates to some of these crazy things that are happening in our culture today. And there are a lot of really crazy things that are going on in our culture. There, we have no king, man. And people are just doing whatever they think is right. Things that are good are being called evil. And things that are evil are being called good. Here in America, man, our hearts have been captured by empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense. And, and we as believers have to figure out how do we navigate in this. And it's not by making fun and calling people names and whatever. That's not, how we, that's, that's, that's not what God wants. And so hopefully this is a moment that brings you to prayer. And when subjects like this come up, and it's probably going to come up with the Olympics happening here pretty quick, and with Caitlyn Jenner running for the governor of California and all these things that are going on, probably this topic of transgenderism is going to come up or being non-binary or omni-gender or whatever it is, gender fluid, whatever these words are that people are using, it's going to come up. And may God help you and may God help me not to be jerks or punks or, you know, mean-spirited. But may we simply say, you know what, I, I don't know what's going on inside their minds. I don't know. They may believe all the stuff that's up there, but I put my trust in the Scriptures. God is very clear that He made people man or He made people woman. Very clearly. You're either a man or you're a woman. And He even gave His body parts to figure all that out. And may we just be kind about it and loving about it. So, hey, I'm going to let you go. Don't forget, share this with everybody. I, I apologize for those of you that did watch at noon. I had a technical problem. And I'll see you next Wednesday. Okay, blessings, everybody.